Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Sarah Frazier Show. If you are new here, thanks to uh, my amazing TikTok and YouTube, welcome. I am Sarah Frazier, your host, longtime back in the day radio personality in Washington, D.C. Um, for years and, you know, early adapter to podcast and also TV host. If you live in the D.C. region, you can still catch me every Tuesday nights on Fox 5 D.C., like it or not. Sort of a pop culture expert, if you will. Been doing it for a decade. Like, been doing it now for so long. It's like when people go, oh, my God, I used to listen to you when I was like 10 years old um, heading into middle school. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, thanks, thanks. Uh, no, it is really thanks because I have very loyal followers that have been following me for years. So much so, actually, and new ones. Um, so kind of this is like an advice episode today um, because I have got over the past, well, this and we're going to talk about the submarine. 
I, like everybody, I've been glued to the, I've sort of been glued to the submarine thing, but the submarine, and everyone knows this, right? The billionaire that, um, you know, the sub imploded as they were going down to the Titanic. Lots of stories coming out about this. Um, one of the widows of the guy grieving wife and mother, she lost her son and her husband in the Titanic submersible was not told about the public, the possibility of an implosion during the agonizing four-day wait for the vessel. I'll tell you why, despite the U.S. Navy detecting a sound that was consistent with the implosion. Um, so, oh God, I'm going to like kill his name. Was it, was it Shah Zada? Shah Zada and his son Sulman Dawood. Well, the wife of Shazada spoke out. So anyhow, I have so much to say about this whole submarine thing. And of course, the migrants that were, are dead off the coast of Greece. And, you know, a lot of people feel like that didn't get enough coverage. I have thoughts. Okay, I will get to those. Then it's kind of an AMA Ask Me Anything podcast episode. Um, you guys want me to kind of start an advice column occasionally. I'm happy to do it. Uh, it's always funny to me when people want my advice. Although, I love to give advice and I love to get it because I've made a lot of mistakes. A lot of things have worked out for me. So I'm happy to share what I know. And if it resonates with you, great. So there's a couple of topics that people want me to talk about today, including my molar pregnancy. If you're not familiar with this, if you're not a woman trying to get pregnant or a guy with a partner going through it, you know, it may not be of interest to you, but it's something significant that happened to me. It's very rare, and it results in a miscarriage of a child. People are very fascinated, because I'm op so open about it, about what is a molar pregnancy. Some people have DM'd me recently. I, I probably get at least two DMs a month from women who are experiencing a molar pregnancy, and they want advice on how to find the best doctors. Can you have a healthy baby after you've had this horrific miscarriage? And, and the weird part about a molar pregnancy, which I never knew until I was going through it, is in even rarer cases, it can actually turn into a pregnancy cancer, which happened to me. Now, the good news is about a pregnant, this pregnancy cancer um, is this molar pregnancy. It's basically the mole regrows re in your uterus after the baby has passed, and it develops into gestational troblastics disease, which is a pregnancy cancer. Never even knew it existed. But it has like a 99.9% .9 cure rate if you catch it um, early. The saddest part, I think, uh, of going through it was thinking about the women 40 years ago that had it. Many of them died because there wasn't the cancer treatment. People didn't know what was happening to them. And the mole had re regrew and then it spreads it like a cancer does throughout your body. Thank God. I mean, you know, you talk about the amazing thing of modern medicine, but thank God for today because... 99.9% .9 cure rate. Most people don't even need like your traditional chemotherapy. You just get a methotrexate shot. I'll get into all that. Then people want to know I, I other advice things. They want to know how to build a brand. I'll talk about that. How to make new friends in a new city. I love talking about this. And um, also, how do you decide to have children if you're on the fence and you don't know if you want a kid? You know what? Today is good. I got hot takes on all this. I got hot takes on all this. Um, okay, let's start with the submarine situation. So, you know, late last week, we obviously found out the conclusion that the submarine that was going down to look at the Titanic made by the billionaire 
imploded. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? Like, hopefully they didn't even suffer and didn't even know. They heard some like pinging noises, hopefully. And then boom, it was like over, right? But this is drawn like a lot. This is the first story I have to say. And I don't know if anybody else has the same hot take. So please jump in. This is the first story where I think every situation and every opinion that I've heard is actually true, which usually never happens in a news story. Usually I I read a lot of things and I think, well, I agree with this person. Oh my God, I don't agree with them. Shut the fuck up. You know, that's what I'm thinking inside. But yet, you know, I enjoy other people's hot takes. So the submarine situation, can we just say this? It's tragic. The thing, I I don't know why, I guess because I'm a messed up person, but a lot of horrible memes making fun of these billionaires, uh, one of like what it would be like if Ariel was under the sea searching for a billionaire, um, others about the dead women of the Titanic getting very excited that the sub- submarine billionaires were now dead down there too. Like, okay, that was kind of funny. <laughs> you know, like, like, like I'm with I, I saw Perez Hilton do a video about this and I thought I agree with Perez he was like these are just it's in such poor taste like what is wrong with people and I thought yeah I agree then I also agreed with the part a lot of people said why are these billionaires getting non-stop coverage which is true Oh my God, it was everywhere, nonstop on every single news outlet and outlet that calls themselves a news outlet. When in Greece, a boat carrying Pakistani immigrants and um, Egyptian immigrants, I believe it was something like 500, uh, sunk. It was initially towed by the, the Navy in Greece, but it ended up sinking all Everyone is lost except for 100 individuals. So 350 migrants on the boat that sank off Greece were from Pakistan alone. Reading their stories, absolutely tragic. An estimated 400 to 750 people from Pakistan, Egypt, Syria, and other countries packed onto a fishing boat when it sank 50 miles from the southern Greek town, a southern Greek town on June 14th. Only 100 people have survived of the 750 that are on. And do you know when you Google, at least in the United States, this story of these these migrants who have died, the last story that like a legitimate news source did was three fucking days ago. That's crazy. I'm with people. That is nuts to me. How are we not covering this just human crisis that happened of these individuals who died and yet nonstop billionaire? I, I agree. Both things are true. I think the memes were insensitive. I don't know how people are making fun of like these these people. I do actually. I do. Let me take that back. These billionaires and and wealthy people aboard this submarine. Okay, so I think the memes are terrible. I think it's terrible that these migrants off Greece are not getting more coverage about why this would happen. Okay. Then what else? Then the reason I think that people are making fun of them is because doesn't this story bring to light the insane economic disparity that's going on in this country in our world? The middle class is going away. I know, here I go on my, like, my quest to be the female Bill Maher. But I mean, you know, <laughs> right? Don't you see? I see that. Like, I think people now, because the rich are getting so rich, right? When these things happen to billionaires, it's almost like we have no emotional connection. We have no empathy anymore for these people. It's almost like, oh, a little bit of like, good. Stick it to the rich. You know, that they're this, this guy, this billionaire that led his expedition 
on the Titanic submersible. I mean, clearly he cut corners. How many stories have come out? I mean, you know, naval submarine captains who, you know, he didn't want to pay what they wanted to ensure the safety of it. Or then he had a safety examiner and said, oh, thanks. I appreciate all of your stuff, except for I don't believe um, the hall. What you're saying about it is true, you know which, of course, he didn't have the right standards for it and why it implode because of gases and pressure and all that stuff. And basically, the submarine couldn't withstand it. But I've never seen a story where I agree with all the parts of it. I understand why people were making the memes to make fun of them because we are, we are seeing before our eyes it getting harder and harder for middle-class people to have a sustainable life in the United States, let alone in other countries. My God, it's crazy. You know, so I understand why people had them. All of it was true is what I'm getting at. All of it was true. I have empathy for them. I think the memes were terrible. I understand why people are making the memes. We're getting to a place where we almost have zero empathy for rich people because the uh, differences are getting so dramatic in our society. And I agree. Why are we not giving more coverage to the, this tragedy in Greece off the coast of migrants. I mean, like, hardly any story. Three days ago was, like, the last one I could find. That's so crazy. Anyhow, that's all my thoughts. So, I understand. People are saying the plastic window got me on the submarine. I mean, look, the remote control. I'm with a lot. You know, now you're hearing a lot of people who, like, could have gotten on but backed out because of safety concerns. Good for them. I mean, woo, you talk about a spooky intuition. Woof. And aren't you glad in a way you're not rich? Like, thank God I didn't have the $250,000 to jump on board. He wasn't calling me. You know what I mean? See, there I go. Now, now I'm jumping off the bandwagon <laughs> making jokes. That look, that jinky, that little remote control in the Nintendo PS4, PS18, whatever he had that was running the thing. I was like, oh, hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co, enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, 
or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Mm-mm. And also, also, doesn't this always, this is the thing about rich people too. They always think that they can like do all these like very um, rich people things, right? They always like think they can fly their own planes and captain their own ships. And how many times do we see this happen? It was like that Gwen Shamblin. Did you watch that documentary, The Way Down? Oh my God, it's so good. Gwen Shamblin was this religious teacher in the South and she ended up getting with this hot guy who was kind of a con artist and said, oh, he was like a part-time pilot and ended up crashing them in their private jet. Horrible. Horrible. So anyhow, there's my ramp. All right, let's talk about having a molar pregnancy. Before we do that, we have to thank a couple of sponsors. BostonHernia.com. Go to their website, specifically my link, bostonhernia.com slash TSFS. Summer is upon us. If your man bends down and lifts something too hard, he could pop a hernia. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's how it goes. I think, I think, I think like the muscle wall ends up like weakening and then it pops over time. Regardless, 10% of all men will have a hernia sometime. 10%, sorry, 25% of all men will have a hernia sometime in their lifetime and 10% of all women. The thing about hernia surgery, which I learned from the doctors at bostonhernia.com because they are top doctors in the country, go to their website. I tell you guys all the time with my advertisers, I love them, I vet them, but you should also go and read and do your own research. It's very important. But they ended up telling me and informing me that hernia surgery is a surgery that if done incorrectly can lead to chronic pain and may have to be repeated. It's one of those surgeries that needs to be done by an expert. And that's why you have to go to bostonhernia.com slash TSFS. They accept almost all insurance. And even if you're not in the Boston area, but your man or you have a hernia, you're going to want to do a telehealth meeting with them. Very, very important. Because the they can help you be referred to someone no matter where you are in the nation that is an expert in hernia surgeries. There's four different types of hernia surgeries that you could potentially have. And if you don't have the right one, it can end in chronic pain and a repeat surgery. Go to bostonhernia.com slash TSFS. Also download the Marble app. Marble is an app. Oh, we love Marble. It's a free app for people who love podcasts. What does Marble do? M-A-R-B-Y-L.com. You can download it for free in your Android app store or the Apple app store. And Marble allows you to search for a phrase or a podcast topic. Submarine, you know, implosion. If you're, if you want to hear much more educated and informed people's takes on it than me, Marble is the app because it will help find snippets and full podcast episodes of any topic under the sun. I refer to Marble app almost like the chat GPT for podcasters. So get discovering new podcast shows and your favorite topics when you download the Marble app for free. Okay, a molar pregnancy. What is a molar pregnancy? A molar pregnancy is when two sperm fertilize one egg. It is extremely rare for this to happen. Okay, and and it happened to me back in 2019, the very first time I got pregnant. It happens to people like one in 5,000. I mean, it might even be higher than that, like, or the odds lower than that. You know what I mean? Very, very rare. 
two sperm fertilize one egg, which gives the baby a double set of chromosomes, and the baby cannot live. Now, these are so rare. If you're under the age of 35, the hard part is you may not even find this out until you miscarry or you go for like that 12-week, 13-week scan. I was like 36, I think, at the time, 37. 37. Um, I, I had no symptoms, which completely sucked. Well, in hindsight, I did have symptoms. So we get pregnant the first time. And the whole time, the you know, I went to – and the, the, the scary part about a molar pregnancy is lots of times you can have a molar and a partial molar. A molar is when you have no fetus at all, just a bunch of cysts grow in your um, uterus. Partial molar is when you have a fetus – uh, but cysts begin to grow around the uterus and in the uterus and placenta and your ovaries. So the first couple of appointments I went to, everything was fine. Like normal heartbeat was detected. And I was feeling cocky at the time. I thought, oh, I got pregnant the first time I tried. I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to go on and have all my other babies. Everything is great. So, you know, you have to go to a high-risk doctor because I was over the age of 35. And I go into the high-risk and and – you just, you know, you like the, I, in hindsight, it all makes sense, right? Because I was going to say, in hindsight, one of the symptoms I did have was my sides ached a fair amount. So, which I didn't realize like in a normal healthy pregnancy, you know, you have aches and pains, but they go away. Like I would have side aches like at night, like I would wake up and I was like, God, that's weird. I guess my muscles must be expanding or something, but I had side aches kind of constantly. And when I went for that 12-week sonogram, Again, like really in hindsight, you know something's wrong because the woman doing the sonogram was extremely quiet. So she brings up the picture because, you know, when you have your first sonogram visit, you have a transvaginal um, sonogram, right? So they stick that wand in your vagina so they can get a better picture of the kid, of the baby. So we see this fetus and I'm thinking, oh my God, everything is great. Like, look at our baby. I'm like, wow, look at our baby. And our baby, our baby was kind of like... um almost like hiccuping, you know, when you, you had a, um, you've had like a sonogram, you can sometimes see your child hiccup. Anyway, the baby was kind of moving in this weird way. I was like, why is it doing that? When I tell you the sonogram woman did not say a thing. She didn't even, and, and it was so quiet. She didn't have that sonogram up three minutes. And she was like, you know, I'm going to go get the doctor. I'll be right back. The doctor comes in. Dr. Kelly Orzakowski, by the way, if you are in Virginia, I have the two best doctors in the country who I love to have a baby. Dr. Winterling was my primary OBGYN, Ingrid Winterling. You should, this is not an endorsement. I don't get paid by them, although I wish I did because they would be my favorite endorsement. Dr. Uh, Ingrid Winterling was my regular OBGYN, and Dr. Kelly Orzakowski at Virginia Hospital Center was my high risk. These two women are like, I mean, five, five stars. I would trust them with my life. They, could, they can save your life. Dr. Orzakowski did. That's another story. Anyway, she comes in and she says, look, I, I hate to tell you this. Hi, I'm Dr. Orzakowski, but you're having a molar pregnancy and your baby is not going to live. It was like, oh my God, you guys, ugh. like you talk about being punched in this. It was like, you couldn't even believe it. We were like, but you can't be, when I tell you, like, I know how people can fall for conspiracies and stuff. I was like, I think she's lying. I mean, we had a fetus and a heartbeat. There has to be something you know, she she has to be doing this for some other reason. She said, well, I want you to go home and think about it, but I can tell you right now, you should really think about, I don't think she's put it in these terms, but 
maybe like a medical abortion, but I think terminating the pregnancy because this baby wasn't going to live, even if the baby lived to term, like they only live like a day or two. They're, they have tons of deformities. So I said, okay, you know, we left there. I called Dr. Winterling. I was like, I have to get a second opinion. I don't think I believe her. I got a second opinion. By the time we went to the second opinion, the baby had already passed. There was no heartbeat. Okay. So you think, all right, so the, the next things are you're grieving this, this miscarriage and they're saying, you know, you need to go to therapy. Thank God my husband and I have this great therapist and I have a DNC. And so they say, okay, well, you have a DNC. The baby had passed. You have to wait six months because you're going to have to do these blood draws every couple of weeks, every two weeks to make sure your HCG level is dropping because HCG is the pregnancy hormone that tells you that you're pregnant. And if your body isn't flushing that out, you might be experiencing gestational troblastics disease, which is a form of pregnancy cancer. I'm like, pregnancy? How could I didn't even know you could get a pregnancy cancer from a miscarriage? It was wild. So at first my HCG dropped and then it started to rise. And they said, well, you you have gestational troblastics disease. You're going to have to start doing methotrexate shots, which is a <laughs> shot that they put in your butt cheek. Not pleasant, by the way. Ask ask for a smaller gauge needle because it's a tough one. It just, it's like, like it has a big like gauge needle and they like stick it. In. It's it's like, oh, really jabs. You know how like when you get your blood drawn, it really doesn't hurt? The, the methotrexate one, if you don't do a smaller gauge needle, it it stings. So I'm getting ready to go to gestational, you know, to go to my first methotrexate. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating. And today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. 
Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. You know, injection, right? My first shot. And I wake up one day and I'm hemorrhaging, which they, by the way, they warned me. They were like, no, look, this never happens. We can't even believe, like, you're the only person in our 20 year practice that's ever had gestational troblastics disease from a partial molar. It's more common if you have a molar pregnancy, full molar, which is there's no fetus. I'm like, fucking, you know, I'm one of these people, the 1%, I tell you what, and it goes either way for me. You know, this is why I think I'll probably be worth like $100 million because the 1% hits me on both directions. I swear. Like, I'll get the 1% chance of something never happening in both ways. Actually, I got to see if I won the lottery on Saturday night. Okay, that's a whole other thing. Yes, I do play the lottery now. So many people in California win the lottery. I'm like, oh, shit, well, I'm going to win. So anyhow, I wake up one morning, I have a hemorrhage. How do you know that you're having a hemorrhage? It's like a a faucet was left on. It is dripping out blood from your vagina. It was like that. And the toilet bowl is filling. Your pants are filling. I'm like, oh my God. I call 911. The hottest EMTs that ever showed up in my lifetime come to rescue me. Oh my God. It was like a scene from fucking ER. I swear. George Clooney was there. I was like, oh my God, how am I bleeding out of my vagina? And like, you know, holding a diaper and, you know, trying like, and having this massive hemorrhage, get to the hospital. They do an emergency repeat DNC. Dr. Kelly Orzakowski, by the grace of God, happened to be in that Thursday morning. Saves my life, saves my uterus. Because right before I'm going under, they say, you have to sign this disclosure. You could lose your uterus, you know, if we can't stop the bleeding. (sighs) Miracle. They stop the bleeding. I go for like four or five methotrexate shots over the next like month or two. And then I have to wait six months. And Thank you, God. I end up having my healthy son. So it was wild. For those of you going through it, there's some things that people want to know. How do you, is there a way to know that you're having one? The only way you know is through a sonogram or through a blood test, like a genetic test. You go for 12 weeks. Most people miscarry anyway in the first like 10 weeks. And then you find out that there's either just bleeding and no tissue but it, the only way you know is basically through an OBGYN diagnosis. Is there any way to prevent a molar pregnancy? No, you can't. There's literally, you didn't do anything wrong. It's a, a chromosomal abnormality that is very rare that just happens. You didn't do anything wrong. It's not something you ate. It's not something in your environment. They've been around for a hundred years. Sadly, women died from them. They just exist. Isn't that, isn't that weird? It's crazy. Um, You know, what if you need to go for t- cancer treatment? All I can tell you is you have to do, like, if something like this is happening to you, the best thing you can do, I think, is get, look into and ask around for the best doctors that you possibly can. I did research on the cancer doctor. I actually went to a um, Dominion Fertility in Virginia. The guy there knew the cancer doctor that was treating me, and he was like, the guy's excellent. Excellent. You're in great hands. If a doctor is saying that about another doctor, that's a good sign. Ask around, do your homework, get the best doctors and treatment that you can. Can you go on to have a healthy baby? A hundred percent. That's the crazy part about a molar pregnancy. They're so rare. The chances of them happening again are very slim, although they do. And 
Yes, you can go on to have a healthy child. Um, you know, the other thing is you have to get help. Like any woman that has a miscarriage, it's the most traumatic thing you ever go through. And it's hard to explain because you, you especially at any time, at any time, because you haven't even met this little fetus, but there's just so much invested in this tiny little thing. And the best thing you need to do is go and get help. Talk to a therapist because when you do get pregnant with a healthy baby, and this goes for a woman, whether you're having a molar pregnancy miscarriage or regular miscarriage, you're going to have a healthy child at some point, and you don't want all this anxiety and fear carrying over to the other baby. You want to have a healthy pregnancy. Of course, there's going to be anxiety. But as much as possible, talk to people. Join join groups that help. I didn't love the Facebook groups. I find with Facebook groups, for the most part, when it's like a health issue, there's always a couple of people that take over the group and it's like doom and fucking gloom. Everything that could possibly go wrong with them goes wrong. You know, they're like on there and they're like, I'm having a molar pregnancy. My dog was run over. Uh, my husband lost his job. You're like, okay. And then they they like dominate and then everybody's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Which I understand like some people need that, they need that reassurance. I just found that it was like these doom and gloomers were the three that led the molar pregnancy group. And they were like, you know, I, this doesn't happen, but I have like the worst case and God bless them. I wish them well, but I just couldn't be around that. So I went to regular therapy and I highly recommend that. All right. There it is. If you ever have questions about molar pregnancies, you can always DM me on my Instagram at the Sarah Fraser Show or it's the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com is my email. I'm happy to help in any way and recommend any doctors I can if you're going through it. Other advice that people have wanted to know from me recently that I've gotten DM'd, you can DM me anytime. Uh, people want to know my advice on growing a brand. Ah, oh, as the Sarah Fraser Show podcast is seven years old has been near like the point of, I mean, I almost quit because it's been so hard at times to make money in this business, to grow. Uh, the, the biggest thing I can tell you with a brand is I think it's hard. I think you should 100% do it. I do think it's harder than ever because everybody is building a brand. So I think you need to be in it for the long haul. It's going to take a while. And I think you need to take chances. Don't do what everybody else is doing. And I'm so guilty of this at times. I'm so guilty of this. So do as I say, not as I do. But the biggest thing I think you could do is what makes you unique and lean into your uniqueness. That's different than having a niche. A niche, a niche certainly helps. I am a pop culture podcast, okay? With a niche of a lot of reality TV. I also do other things. I like to interview people that are outliers in life. A woman that's married to a chandelier, guy that was a, a porn star that's now a pastor. Find your unique, what makes you unique in your brand. And just know that it's going to take a while. It's going to take probably longer than it did five years ago and 10 years ago. People are inundated with so many things. And the other thing that's really helped my brand and business is uh, try to partner with people that are in your category that are a little bit bigger than you are. So for me, I partner with David Yontif from Behind the Velvet Rope over the years. I mean, amazing comedian, Andrea Lopez Comedy, um, and Natasha Elisa, who if you're in the D.C. area, you know she was famously married to Kane from The Kane Show. I knew her for years when we worked together with Kane. 
Try to partner with people that are along your brand because they help share their audience with yours and can help you grow. Uh, People want to know, how do you make friends in a new city? Well, this one is easy for me because I will talk to a bedpost. You know, (laughs) like if I were Tom Hanks, you know, in Castaway, I wouldn't have any problem. I would have best, I would have made BFFs with Wilson the ball too. Like I have no problems talking to everybody. Uh, If you have kids in a city, I think that's the easiest way to make friends because you can go to the parks. uh, You got to put yourself out there. I think the biggest thing is you have to go out, which is hard because a lot of us are now used to staying in because of the pandemic. Put yourself in different situations. If you're moving to a new city, I used to be so afraid to go to dinner and sit at a bar by myself. But then in D.C., before I met my husband, I would do that. I'd go to the movies by myself. I'd sign up and go to different, I'd try different things. I, I did the nation's triathlon. Never fucking again, okay? Those weren't my people. But you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't want to bike 25 miles, okay? Uh, or swim a mile. And then jog six. No, thanks. Pa- pass. They were not my folks. All right. But you know, you got to try different things. It requires effort and it requires you not getting your feelings hurt. To make friends as an adult in a new city, you got to go up. You got to give your phone number. If people text you, they text you. If they don't, you don't. They don't. And you can't take it personally. And you got to keep it moving. Last question. Um, how did you go from hating children to wanting to be a mom? I'm struggling. All right, this is the truth. Like I, people that know me know I never liked kids. Like I didn't, I didn't know if I was ever going to have children. I never babysat in high school ever. Like I, I worked at a bowling center. I worked at a uh, inn as like an innkeeper. I worked at a nursing home. I would have rather wiped old people's asses than wiped babies. Like I didn't want anything to do with kids. But I'm a person when I turned like 34 or 35, my biological clock kicked in and I was like, oh my God, I want a baby. Like I, it was just like, it it truly was like the biological clock kicked in and I became obsessed with babies in ways like that I never had before. And I I always tell women, because I think women really struggle with this. If you even are curious about having a kid, if you look at a baby and you think, oh my God, what would that be like? Have a baby. Do not wait. Have a child. Freeze your eggs, make a plan, buy some sperm, It will be the greatest decision of your life. When you see these little kids, these babies look at you and just, I mean, they will follow you anywhere. They love you so much and unconditionally. And yes, they're a pain in the ass, but they're the most rewarding thing. And nothing is better than laying down at night after you're exhausted from this child. And then all you want to do is scroll through and look at pictures and video of how amazing your child is. It is the greatest. It will restore your faith in humanity. People love children. Um, they they love to support mothers. Like all, I have found all this kind of BS. I'm like, oh, moms aren't appreciated. I don't know. It's a whole other tangent for me. I've never found that to be the case. I've always found people that are like, hey, how you doing, mama? Like postpartum, what can I do to help? Like people are so understanding, men and women. So many men love kids. They want to help. Have I think it's all about, you know, it's a curiosity. There are some people for sure. Oprah Winfrey is one of them who always said she just knew she didn't want to be a mother and she's so glad she wasn't. I think people have that and you should honor that too. Because I also know a lot of people who haven't honored that and it makes for a very tough road to be a parent. So to me, it's just a ping. If, you, if you're curious, 
And you're like, God, I really, you know, I kind of think I want to, but oh, I don't know. It's so much work. And who would be the daddy? Freeze them eggs, girl. You will not regret it. Greatest decision. But like my friend David Yontif, a white podcast coach, he wants nothing to do with kids. Doesn't like them. Doesn't have any interest. Wants to go out and party. Doesn't want. I'm over that phase of my life. I don't want to be hung. I don't need to be hung over one more minute. I want two more babies. I love it. So there you go. All right. Uh, you guys can always follow me on my TikTok at The Sarah Fraser Show. Instagram at The Sarah Fraser Show. YouTube. All these podcasts now go up to like, I don't know, a week later. So it's never in sync. But, you know, if you want to watch it too, The Sarah Fraser Show on YouTube. Bye, everybody.